have made their first major move of the offseason, signing uh, offensive coordinator Shane Waldron to come to the Chicago Bears. I mean, Bobby, we're going to talk about what that could mean for the team, the quarterback situation, other things that the Bears could now look to do. How is he going to fill out the staff? We're going to break it all down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm one of the hosts here, Hayes, joined by Bobby today on the daily episode because we got major news, man. man. Uh, the Bears have officially hired Shane Waldron. Now, Bobby, I got an emergency video out with my kind of general thoughts on it, man. How do you feel about the hiring itself? Hey, he was number one on my list. And I'm still happy that the Bears went through a, like a long list uh Forget y'all charges hating on us for trying to interview Kelly Moore. But nonetheless, <laughs> the, the the Bears did their due diligence. So I'm happy that they did that and they hired the right guy. This guy is somebody who worked with Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, and Geno Smith. He knows how to build that offense. And, hey, I'm, I'm anxious to see what he can actually bring to the team for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the hire. Uh, I, I mean, again, we knew that they were probably going to be bringing somebody in from that McVay coaching tree. He does bring that on. Uh, and so one of the things, though, you you want to look at, I know people, because we could talk a lot about the positive. What are some of the, the more concerns you have about Shane Walsh? I know he's number one on your list, but what, what concerns do you have about him potentially, well, not potentially, him coming here now for the offensive coordinator role? Well, at least at least for this a uh, group of players. I really want to see if he can incite some explosion out of the backfield for our running backs. Mm, I know okay. it's something that we ain't really talk about. We've been talking a lot about the O line and wide receiver help, but I seen, bro, this playoffs you need you need running back with that that can move the chains, fight, give that second effort, and be a threat out of the backfield. I know we mm. we got some potential in these guys. I know we seen few glimpses and uh you know examples and stuff, but. I want to see if he can really establish that. And, like, for as far as concerns, something something to what I notice is that, like, pretty much Shane Waldron, he can get stuck in that, stick it to the game plan. And that, that's mm. uh, it could be a pro and a con because you sometimes you don't want to bail too early, but it can affect them in certain ways as well if you're looking at what needs to change at certain points at the game. But other than that, I'm really, really happy about this signing. For sure. Now, uh, people have brought up, I saw it in the comment section, things like that, that he does use a lot of screens. Now, I know that we have screen PTSD as oh, Chicago God. Bears fans <laughs> right now, but I would say this. If, if you guys are concerned about the number of screens and how Shane Waldron uses it, I say the difference between what Getty does, Getty just called screens to call screens. Waldron actually sets them up in yes. the way that he overall calls the offense, and it complements other things. And so... I don't want us to have this look out, outlook on, as Bears fans of screens are just bad. Screens are good in football. They can get you a lot of yards. It's how you use them. I think Shane Waldron is one that utilizes them very well. And I think that's a great point. If you look at that Baltimore Ravens game when they absolutely knew, needed to convert a third down, <laughs> they ran a wide receiver screen to Zay Flowers, and it was designed well. So I think it comes down to the play design and how you setting up. And also, like you said, you setting it up. You have to set it up. And Steve-O was saying that all season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, specific Bears players, and we're going to start here because I know everybody's going to ask what it means for the quarterback. I think it affects more than just play, more than just the quarterback position, but I know that's one that everybody's wondering at. You already seen people say, "Well, this means Justin Fields staying. Shane Waldron isn't going to want to have to bring on a rookie quarterback." Some people say that, "Oh no, Shane Waldron's going to want a quarterback like a Caleb Williams to come in here 
What do you think this means personally for the quarterback situation, Bob? Honestly, that the Bears can go and do whatever they want. They did not tip their hand. I believe if you sign Greg Roman, that's an absolutely Justin Fields hire. If you go and sign Cliff Kingsbury, that's an absolutely Caleb Williams signing. But now you got a guy whose system can work for the rookie quarterback, for the professional quarterback, and for the comeback player that's trying to be the quarterback in Geno Smith. So mm-hmm. it's it's a system that works for whatever they're trying to do. And the best thing is why we got the Ryan Pose on the phone shirt on today is because he didn't tip his hand. So shout out to Ryan Pose on that. And that's what I say, too, with a lot of this. Like everybody who tries to read the tea leaves and say that it means this for the quarterback, this. Uh, uh, St. Waldron has worked with a lot of different types of quarterbacks. So you can't really say what that means. Now, I, I do think to your to your point. You can do it either either or with it. Shane Waldron is a guy that that builds an offense, I think, personally, around the the strengths of the team. And I think that that's the bigger conversation to have here is that, to me, you hire somebody like a Shane Waldron, that means that regardless, whatever the moves that the Bears are doing, they're going to be making moves to, to truly be that playoff team. This, is, this team is no longer just that rebuilding team where we're just going to be bad. And I think this hiring solidifies that a lot, but – Outside of the quarterback situation, what what Bears players do you think are going to benefit the most from uh, Shane Waldron coming in? Hayes, I'm looking at whoever wide receiver two and wide receiver three is. Because mm. yeah. <laughs> we know wide receiver one, which is DJ Moore, is going to get his attention. But yeah. we need that help with wide receiver two and three. In Seattle, Shane Waldron had Jackson Smith and Jigba and Tyler Lockett. Those guys, Jackson Smith and Jigba, had 93 targets. As a wide receiver three, Tyler Lockett had 122 targets as a wide receiver two. Darnell Mooney as a wide receiver two only had 61 targets, Hayes. (laughs) That's night and day, Crazy. And there's only 20 more than their starting tight end. (laughs) And and that's the thing is that it's going to – this is going to be an offense that truly spreads the ball out. Like, that, that we're still going to run the ball out because that is one of our strengths. But you're going to get your wide receivers way more involved in it uh, as well. And I think this does highlight that the Bears are definitely going to go after. And here's the thing as well that we need to talk about. This is also a a offensive coordinator that does get creative in how he uses his wide receivers. So seeing wide receivers used in the running game more – could be a thing that we see consistently because DK is used all over the place. Yeah, and that's what you want to see. Like we was always questioning why, you know, uh, why Tyler Lockett wasn't being featured a little bit more, or why you didn't run more shallow crosses or slants yeah. for Darnell Mooney out inside the slot. So it was a lot of things that we act we was asking of Luke Getzey that we weren't seeing, and Shane Waldron with his talent and his players over there was able to feature just about everybody. So yeah. And Cole Komet, I think Cole Komet is going to benefit a lot from this. Yeah, bro. A lot. I think he's. I think he's going to be set up pretty nice because he's a, a solid tight end and he's trending upward and he provides you something in the pass game and the block game when it uh, comes to this tight end blocking. So, facts. Uh, the run. I know you mentioned running back position a little bit. Roshan. A lot of people have questioned. We know that uh, Deontay Foreman isn't probably coming back. Khalil's locked in for another year. Do you think that? You, you, do you expect to see Shane Waldron use uh, Roshan Johnson? Because we saw his snaps percentage keep going up. It was going up before the injury. Then he had to work himself back up. By the end of the season, he was out there for, I think, about 45 48% of the snaps. Do you think you talked about how we need that big time back? He has that ability. He hasn't really had a lot of opportunity to show it for sure. Or do you think they may look to go and bring in a different running back as well? Do you think that he's going to look at this and say, hey, Roshan, Khalil, we're going to rock with you guys? 
I mean, you can look at it like that, but I'm, I'm always me as the guy that's a competitor, especially with looking within your division first. You gotta you gotta do your due diligence in this in this aspect as well. Because we look at Khalil Herbert, his weaknesses is one of the, the most things that you need out of him, and that's pass blocking. And yeah. a lot of times he misses misses his assignments and things like that. But Roshan Johnson, he does have that promise. He's a former quarterback, so he has the IQ and understand where pressures are coming from. He has the body size, and we've seen what he can do out of the backfield. And when he running down the middle of the of the field. You better look out if you if you trying to tackle too high, you are gonna get ran over. So I still want to do my due diligence and see, for real. Facts. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, any any kind of free agents that you? I know that we didn't have this per se on the list, but are there any free agents out there? Any position that you think that the Bears are really gonna attack in free agency now that we know Waldron's gonna be the offensive coordinator? I mean, you gotta look at some guys that are good in space. At least mm -hmm. for your wide receivers. Me personally, I, even though you can go out and draft another guy. I believe that draft, that wide receiver that you're going to drive is going to be more so fitted on the outside. Not saying he can't work inside, but more so fitted on the outside. So you got to look at maybe a pass catcher in the later rounds or a vet. I don't have a specific name right now, but who can operate and create his own separation. Whether you look at Darnell Mooney, that, that could be a discussion. Maybe get him on a, a prove-it deal. Ryan Pose is known for prove-it deals. You know, yeah. Zan, that they could be like, hey, they could talk about it. This is still Ephes Fields. This, this is still my guy. Let us figure it out. We got new uh, OC coming in here. Let's give him another shot with a one-year prove-it deal. That's always on the table, too, because I don't think that Darnell Mooney just somehow fell off the face of the earth because it, it, yeah. it just didn't make sense. I believe he still got talent. It's just been a little bit shaky for him. So you, you think you think this this may this could signify Darnell Mooney coming back? I think we were all kind of on that on the path that he's probably more than likely gone. Is, is this kind of changing your mindset on that a little bit? I mean, not too much, but it's always mm. something that you got to consider because for what I've seen is that they want to build out this. Oh my God, this team with continuity, <laughs> which we don't like to use, but <laughs> but it's been shown that they want yeah. players around that want to be here, and I don't think Darnell Mooney gonna have like a crazy market. So he might have to take a one-year deal, and it could potentially be here. If we go on our percentages, I said I give be in favor of them looking at Darnell Mooney probably about thirty-five percent. That's fair. That's fair. When when you with the with this hiring, I know we still got we got to go through free agency. We got to go through the draft. What does this do for your expectations of the Chicago Bears offense heading into two thousand twenty-four? Oh, they better have, bro. You cannot come into game plans. Doing bonehead stuff. So the, the, <laughs> the expectation is for them to look much better and for us to have an idea of what a drive is, is supposed to look like, depending on the situation. Because, mm -hmm. again, I always bring up this point, and they probably already know where I'm going. How do you get the ball as the Chicago Bears with two minutes and 27 seconds left in the first half, and you give the ball up to the opposing team at the two-minute warning? You only ran off 27 seconds. Bro, that 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 frustrated the holy hell you can't out of me. Like that's you just as a as a competent offense, you can't do that, bro. Yeah, you just can't do that. And that was one of the most egregious things I've seen all season from Luke Getze. So I think that he's gonna provide that clarity. And uh we just want to see competence, man. We want to see good route concepts. We want to understand that this screenplay makes sense and that you ain't going to call it three times back to back. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the same play, bro. Like, 
and sometimes he didn't even flip the sides that the play was supposed the execution was supposed to have the same come on bro like yeah. that's one thing that we sh- that we aren't going to have to worry about at all with the, with Shane Waldron uh being the offensive coordinator we're going to get an offense that that looks if you're going to get a competent offense it's going to look like an NFL offense how much success is going to be had in these games that of course comes down to the talent it comes to the execution of the players but at least with what the coach is supposed to do i'm looking at this hiring by, of Shane Waldron and i'm saying this is that this, 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 hey, the training wheels are off at this point in time. Facts. It's time to ride this thing on out, bro. Like mm-hmm. what, what, whatever we're going to be, this is, this, this signifies that. And th- this is to me, Ryan Poles, Kevin Warren, Matt Eberflus making their move to say, hey, we, we not, we not take, we're not settling anymore. We are trying to be the best of what we can be. And we're going to see what this turns into. And we're, and we're going to, we're going to give that, that effort. And, Shout out and like I said, shout out to Matt Eberflus. We expect him to still be calling defensive plays. That's one of his biggest strengths. But getting an offensive play caller in here now, like a Shane Waldron, to me, that's saying that we're still we're still developing. I don't think anybody's now looking at it and now saying we're we're this team that we're we're just going to be what we're going to be. But regardless of what happens with any other position, we're now fighting to compete. It's no more just trying to stay ahead. There's no more of that of that um being stagnant with the offense like yeah. so often last year with Luke Getzel, Like again. We're not going to play to to not lose the game. We're going to play to win these games now. Right. And as Bears fans, that's something that we all deserve and want to see, man. Agree. You want to know what else I thought about, too? The potential signing of Chris Harris. To mm. me, if you tie all this in with that signing, this tells me that you really did your due diligence and you really want to push, push this team forward. To be honest with you, Hayes, this is kind of the staff that we should have had in the first place. It really is, bro. <laughs> it really it. is. I mean, you look at it like I know they 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 interviewed Chris Harris for his position last year, and it wasn't that the Bears turned him down. He actually decided on the Titans job rather than mm-hmm. to come here. So they go they double back and get him. And I think this like don't get me wrong, like what Sh- how Shane Waldron fills out his staff is going to be important. I actually think a lot of the faces that we saw interviewed for this OC position. Don't be surprised if some of those guys pop up on this staff. Again, they're all familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. About six of the candidates we interview were all on the same staff under McVay right. on the Rams anyway. Crazy, so, yeah, so there's that chemistry there. But I, I agree with you. Like, the hiring now of the defensive coordinator to pivot towards that is going to – like, you're now looking for a guy who brings in something. Chris Harris brings a lot of that. I want to see who else they're going to interview. But I like the Chris Harris interview, and I like the direction it seems like they're going with, with the coaching staff. There's no salary cap with coaches. Go out and spend your money with coaches. And so if the Bears are doing that, um, and what I, I said as well on the on the emergency episode, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me know what you feel about this, Bobby, if Shane Waldron is given that title of associate head coach as well. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic for him. And Hayes, when I with when I think about it, you get the experienced guy on the offensive side with a actual experience who comes from a culture under Pete Carroll that's about winning. Then if you do sign Chris Harris, you get the guy who was a former player on the last Super Bowl run team so that knows about culture and has the experience as a player and a coach. So now you you start cooking up stuff, bro. This is exciting. This yeah, is exciting. It's, it, it's, it's good to have a, a team that's been this aggressive. Like, like, bro, we not even in the damn uh, AFC, NFC championship week. I guess <laughs> right. we are now starting this week. But, like, we've already gone through nine interviews for our offensive coordinator settled on that we got one interview in the in the bank already for defensive coordinator when i get staffs filled out i could see a world in which the bears have their offensive staff 
almost completely filled out and their defensive coordinator before the Super Bowl even happens. And then that way, once the season officially ends after the Super Bowl, you're focused on your trades, you're focused on free agency, you're focused on your draft plans. That's where you want to be at. They taking care of business the right way. I guess the first uh, report that came out about, a, uh, you know, the reporters out there saying that the Bears are not interviewing defensive head coach was actually the sign that they're getting stuff done. <laughs> so, hey, they can't wait to see what else is coming down the pipe for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we'll continue to break it down. You guys know here at Chicago Bears Central, we the number one spot. We're going to keep having that fire for you. Whatever happens, news drops, we drop. Uh, I'm – Hey, listen, it is what it is. Y'all make sure you stay subscribed. And and, and uh, to repay you for that subscription of subscribing to the channel, we're giving you the latest news breaking. You ain't even got to check. Turn your notifications on here. If news drops, we drop. We One of us yes, is going to have a video out shortly after the, 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 the news gets done. And that's all. That's what it comes down to, man. Like We're nice. trying to deliver the best Bears content out there. And that's what it's going to be, man. We appreciate you guys so much. Bobby, tell them where they can follow you up before we get out of here, brother. Hey, I just want to say, man, we appreciate all the support that y'all been giving the channel. Well, this ain't nothing without y'all. Y'all know how we rock over here on Chicago Bears Central. We family, and we're going to keep it going that way. If y'all want more from me, hit me up on Shy Bulls Podcast and NBA Central. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can follow us at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central, gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag, 773-242-9336. I need y'all to listen. We get too many voicemails on the Chicago <laughs> Bull Central voicemail line. It's a completely different voicemail. Listen, 773-242-9336. That's the right voicemail. Get that in, go. y'all. Uh, but hey, like we like to end everything on Shy Town up, bear down. Love you guys, man. Peace. Yes, sir. This has been a presentation of the Break Break, Break Media. Media. Media.